0: The opinions expressed on this podcast are not necessarily those of the Northeast Ohio Regional Sewer District or its employees. For more information about the Sewer District and its projects and programs, visit neorsd.org. Northeast Ohio Regional Sewer District presents Clean Water Works, a podcast that explores water, sewer, and stormwater issues that affect you and your community. Learn about the people, projects, and programs that are protecting your health and the environment here in Cleveland and throughout Northeast Ohio.
1: Yeah, we're here on a Friday, the Friday before Halloween, doing a little podcasting mm-hmm. before the weekend. Hannah Bozinger. Yes.
2: You said See? it right. People usually don't say it right, so good job.
1: Hannah Bozinger works for... Really hitting that G. <laughs> Should I not?
2: No, that's that's how I Bo-s- say it. Some really? people say Bozinger. Oh.
1: Hannah was at our open house a couple months ago, yep. greeting guests at her table for the Ohio Lake Erie Commission.
2: But if you're in Ohio, you can just say Lake Erie Commission. I think the Ohio's implied. So. <laughs>
1: what does the lake erie commission do
2: so primarily the role at the ohio lake erie commission is to protect and restore lake erie and its natural resources and ecosystems so we coordinate um, policies throughout the state with other agencies and also oversee several programs
3: that's fun so are you part of the epa
2: no we're a state agency so we're not with the Ohio EPA, but we do work a lot with the Ohio EPA, especially with the area of concern programs.
1: I had never heard of the Lake Erie Commission before well, we spoke.
2: didn't either until I got this job. Yeah. You know, I you probably shouldn't have mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're small. There's four, four staff members of the commission, and then we have the actual commission itself, which is comprised of directors of different state agencies. Oh. Really, the goal of the commission is to restore and protect Lake Erie, and also coordinate um, policies and, and different programs. And that's what the what the commissioners do. That's what the staff members do. Um, I'm really primarily focused on areas of concern and some um, some of our other. Uh, members, our, our staff members, are focused more on um, on work in the, in the Western Basin. There are 43 total areas of concern. Um, 26 of those are in the U.S. and the rest are in Canada. What's
3: an area of concern?
2: So that is a great question and I've heard several different definitions for area of concern. So I made sure I wrote down the most official sounding one that I could find. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, get, get ready for this one. It, it is a little technical, but I'll try to elaborate on some of it too. So Great Lake Areas of Concern, or AOCs for short, are geographic areas where significant impairment of beneficial uses has occurred as a result of human activities at a local level. Mm-hmm. We're not looking at usually entire regions like the entire coastline of Lake Erie. These are usually watersheds or sections of, of rivers or streams that have been impaired due to these um, legacy issues and legacy pollution. Mm-hmm. Because of that legacy pollution, we see um, legacy sediment contamination and um, insufficient habitats because of humans. And these areas are, are really the worst of the worst. So there are a lot of areas in the Great Lakes region that have some similar impacts but aren't nearly as bad as these AOCs. So these AOCs really the worst of the worst mm-hmm. and need um, us to come in and, and help restore them.
1: And by legacy, you mean they've been problematic for a long time or yeah. like we're inheriting these problems? Yeah,
2: or- Again, largely due to industry, not always, but industry is is really what's driving a lot of the, these AOCs mm-hmm. and we're really trying to clean up these, these areas the best we can.
3: Did this like come out of the Clean Water Act?
2: I mean, they're kind of related. So the Clean Water Act has been huge in restoring the water quality this really came from the International Joint Commission, so they were the ones that that designated these areas back in the nineteen eighties. So, you know, yeah. a little bit after the Clean Water Act in Ohio, there are four areas of concern. Um, Starting with the Cuyahoga, this includes the lower 46 river miles of the river, so not the entire watershed, but the lower 46 river miles as well as some of the adjacent tributaries um, that flow directly to Lake Erie, including Euclid Creek. Mm -hmm. Um, The other AOCs in Ohio include the Ashabula River, the Black River AOC, and then the Maumee AOC, which is the biggest of all the Ohio AOCs, one of the the biggest really of all, all AOCs across all the Great Lakes and this, and this AOC, I think, is, is over 800 miles of land. Um, the Cuyahoga covers about 500 square miles.
3: What are, I think you called them, BUIs, use impairments? What are those? Yeah,
2: the beneficial use impairments are, are essentially our metrics or our measures of how impaired an AOC is and also helps us measure the progress in, in recovery of these areas of concern. These are impairments of a beneficial use that mean a change in the chemical, physical, or biological integrity of the system. So restriction of fish and wildlife consumption, the degradation of fish and macroinvertebrate populations, fish tumors or other deformities, um, the restriction of navigational dredging, the eutrophication of undesirable algae, beach closings, the degradation of aesthetics, and the loss of fish habitat. So a lot of the ones in the Cuyahoga are, are focused on biology, so fish populations and fish health, And those are where a lot of our projects are focused on. So, you know, in certain AOCs, they have other issues. So they may have a lot of contaminated sediment that are affecting these things. In the Cuyahoga, we we see a lot of habitat alterations. So a lot of these projects are focused on restoring habitat and taking out fish barriers so that the fish can move upstream.
3: So, for example, like a fish habitat alteration that maybe people would recognize would be like... Along the shipping channel. Yeah,
2: that's a great example. So in the, the lower reaches of the Cuyahoga River, there is the federal navigation channel with a, a lot of um, hardened channels. So there's not a lot of good fish habitat there. It's it's dredged on a regular basis. So it's hard for fish and bugs to get established there. So one of the the upcoming projects that is is kind of AOC specific, but I also know that other agencies such as the, the sewer district are, are working on it, is the Irishtown Bend Project. And that project is, is going to be restoring a bend in the ship channel to help stabilize a failing um, a, a failing bend of the river. And then a portion of that project is also to install um, fish shelves or fish baskets, I should say. So we're adding fish habitat to an area where there really isn't any in hopes that the fish will um, find a new home and expand their population. In the Cuyahoga AOC, you know, we have some sediment that's been contaminated due to industry it's not nearly as severe as a lot of other AOCs. So in a lot of other AOCs, contaminated sediment is one of the primary issues, and they do a lot of projects to to restore these areas and take out that contaminated sediment, which mm-hmm. all indirectly and directly impacts biology. So biology is really tied in with a lot of these, but um, contaminated sediment is is something that is pretty widespread and a pretty common theme among a lot of the areas of concern.
1: How do you address something like that? You- Move it you somewhere. Take it out.
2: Yeah, you essentially take it out. Um, so one of, one of the, the examples in the Cuyahoga is the Gorge Dam project where um, there is some contaminated sediment behind the Gorge Dam. It's not to levels that it's considered hazardous hazardous waste, but it is still contaminated sediment. So what they're doing there is they are taking out all the sediment um, via dredging um, and then moving it to a um, off-site location within a park. Putting it there and then essentially capping it so nothing is going to exit and then they're uh, exit that that site and then grow um, native plants and, and trees over it.
1: Mm-hmm. Where's the Gorge Dam?
2: That is in Cuyahoga Falls in Akron. Okay. It's located about uh, river mile forty six of the Cuyahoga River. And actually, as of this week, there was a project agreement signed between the US EPA and several local agencies including um, the Northeast Ohio Regional Sewer District, the City of Akron, First Energy in Ohio Edison, and the Ohio EPA to take out about 900,000 cubic yards of contaminated sediment from behind the dam. Um, and we're really excited to, to see, you know, this project actually moving forward at this
3: point. So we've got that project in motion. What other BUIs are left on for the Cuyahoga?
2: Yeah, so we just removed one about two months ago, which was the fish tumors or other deformities. So we will have five remaining BUIs, which include our fish populations, our uh, macroinvertebrate populations, and our fish habitat BUIs. Um, And then we will also have our beach closings BUI and our restrictions of navigational dredging BUI left. There's really a push to to implement these projects before 2030. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a lot of these projects in really exciting stages right now. Starting next year, we're gonna have about nine of these projects in construction. Oh, that's great. Which is it really, I mean, Don, I know you can probably relate to this working on a lot of projects and project coordination teams. The amount of work that goes into getting these projects ready for construction, it's it's no easy task. Yeah. Um, so seeing these projects at this point is is really exciting. Um, so once these projects are completed, we can go back and evaluate the the BUIs and hopefully they're all restored and we can then proceed with the with the delisting process.
1: What's your uh, What's your background? You're from uh, Cleveland, or?
2: I am. So yeah, I kind of grew up in this area. I for a portion of my childhood, I grew up near Rocky River Reservation. So I spent a ton of time as a kid hiking around the river and everything. And then I spent um, another part of my childhood living pretty close to the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. But I didn't even understand the history behind the Cuyahoga um, really until I started here at the at the sewer district and understanding that kind of you know rich history of, of, of impairments and, and what made, you know, the, the burning river burn. So I started right out of college in the water quality and industrial surveillance department um, with Donna. So I learned from the best. Thank you, Donna. <laughs> then I was hired full time and I worked in the environmental assessment group where I did a lot of work with fish, bugs, water chemistry sampling, as well as um, the beach monitoring program. Um, did some industrial pretreatment inspections and did a lot of work within the collection system itself, looking at illicit discharges like cross connections. Um, if a house is tied into the storm sewer instead of the sanitary sewer mm-hmm. and a lot of work with emergency responses. So a really broad background, I'd say, um, and, and learned a ton during my time at the sewer district. And then I've been with the Ohio Lake Erie Commission for about a year and a half. I like learning and I think that the environmental field and the field of water quality, you're going to learn something new every day and you're going to constantly be meeting people and learning from them. And I think that's really exciting.
3: Can you talk about some of the successes you've had in your role so far?
2: Yeah. Um, first is the removal of the fish tumors and um, other deformities, beneficial use impairment. Um, so I started working in that BUI right when I started in, in this position. I started with the, um, the data evaluation and working with our partners to collect that that data and evaluate it. And um, in August, we officially, that one is no longer on the list. And we're going to have a big celebration here in a few weeks. So everyone is welcome. It's open to the public.
1: I have a question about yes. that. So a number <laughs> of years ago, I went to Euclid Creek with our electrofishing team. Mm-hmm. Some of the fish that they collected had deformities, tumors growing outside. Um, so are you saying that's not an issue anymore?
2: We're saying that we've seen a significant reduction to a point where it is satisfying our criteria so Mm -hmm. there are still tumors prevalent there are still deformities present but it is at a a a level where it's not significantly different than any other watershed. It's, it's like taking an F student and bringing it up to a C student. We are not trying to make these these streams, these, these areas exceptional. We're trying to make them more and more functional and bring them up to a level that's more comparable to um, our non-AOC adjacent watersheds. So, you know, it, we, we are at a really good level in Euclid mm-hmm. Creek and the rest of the Cuyahoga um, but you know, you're still going to see some some degree of, of deformities in, in tumors, but it's again not significantly different than a non- AOC watershed. We've seen a very significant reduction since the, the 1970s. I mean, it is you used to see deformities at incident rates above 10 to 20 percent. And now we're seeing a lot of these sites with with zero percent delts, that's what we kind of call. Deformities, but so yeah, we're seeing yeah, delts Mm -hmm. which stands for deformities, erosions, lesions, and tumors. Mm -hmm. Nice. So yes, so I always kinda interchange those. So so yeah, so we're seeing, I mean, especially in the Cuyahoga main stem, a a really significant reduction in those in those delts and brown bullhead tumors.
1: That's good news.
2: Yeah. You've seen fish with fish tumors. They're not fun to look at. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've never seen a fish with like a gnarly mouth tumor. Those are seen. Those yeah, those, those are, are
3: scary. I remember like when we would um, electrofish Wildwood at mm-hmm. the mouth of the Euclid Creek, you would get fish that had um, like lamprey mm-hmm. bites, which is creepy. Mm. Lampreys like to. They suck. They do. They bite up on onto, onto a fish and then they eat their insides basically. It's yeah, great. So you should dress what?
1: up as this year. Just yeah. A scary Yeah. They lamprey. bite a hole in the fish and then yeah,
3: eat their like, insides. Yeah, they like Have you ever seen their scary mouths?
1: Oh, like aliens?
2: Scary kind of? mouth. teeth.
3: Yeah, they oh, got oh, like yeah. weird. Those are just the, weird the circle mouth. Like cuz lamprey, some lampreys and then are like good, row row row. But, yeah. The the sea ones are spooky. The sea ones are spooky. I don't like those. They're invasive. I know. Yeah, not fun. They're here.
1: So the fish are alive. The fish are alive. The fish is still alive and slowly having its insides Eaten Eaten by this
3: by a lamprey. Oh my god, invasive
1: stuff of nightmares!
2: Yeah, for part of the gorge um, dam projects, they're doing a baseline study going on right now to understand the impacts that the dam is going to have after it's it's taken out on um, a lot of these environmental or a lot of these like fish populations, but also they're looking at some avian. Um, some birds Aww. and spiders, which is super spooky. So Ooh. they are doing spider assessments. Are which they, really? they do Yeah, which they're Stop doing it. at night. What? Which I'm like two horrible things, like nighttime <laughs> and. Trying to collect <laughs> too, spiders. Too
3: horrible. Okay, well, hey, not. Nah,
2: I mean, but it's still really interesting because I think they're. I'm not a spider expert, but um, it's a good way to look at the the transport of contaminants within an ecosystem. So that's why they're looking at spiders. So the, the spiders that they're looking at, they're living along like the, the gorge dam pool, and I guess eating stuff from within the, the gorge dam pool. So by doing. Contamination. I don't know. I don't feel like grind them up or well, what. But look I mean, at levels. I mean, that's what they of, did with
3: the fish, I'm, right?
2: Yeah. So I'm assuming they're grinding these spiders up and looking Gross. at levels of contaminants within the spiders, and then seeing how much was was transported, and then that can give you an indication of well, if these spiders are eating it, and other things are eating the spiders, giving you a better idea of how they're being transported within a,
3: a food web. This is oh my gosh, good use of the word web. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the creepiest thing. I know. Wow. <laughs>
2: One of the projects that is currently in construction, actually, is the West Creek Flume Project, and this is being implemented by the Regional Sewer District. And this project is removing a failing concrete flume in West Creek, um, kind of close to, to the, the, the confluence of West Creek and the Cuyahoga mm-hmm. River, um, and also restoring about 1600 linear feet of, of in-stream habitat. Um, so this will be a huge project to make sure those fish can move upstream and also, uh,
3: um, is
1: that what a flume is? It's it, like a passageway, or what is? Well, it? the
3: flume itself. What? Yeah, how would you define a flume? It's a great question. I've Mike. never heard a flume so, until this project. <laughs> okay, so the, this flume. So the, the West Creek comes um, blazing through uh, this like industrial parkway. Mm-hmm. Uh, The creek itself was moved in order to build this industrial parkway. Streams don't really like being moved. Um, They generally tried to go back to where once they came. And so the stream, West Creek, started uh, really digging down. Um, But when they moved it, uh, they moved it so that it runs right by the highway. So it takes pretty much a 90-degree turn Mm -hmm. once it comes out of this industrial parkway area to to ride alongside the highway before it cuts across um, to join its confluence with the Cuyahoga River. So the flume portion of the project was built by ODOT, and it's sort of like a retaining wall right up by the highway combined with a chute almost, like concrete-laid area so that the stream can take that bend pretty quickly, but the flume parts of all of that uh, hardened area by the highway is is failing. It's just like straight up pieces of concrete just falling in to the stream, which is a threat to the highway, but also there's a landfill on the other side. Uh, So it's like highway, stream, landfill. And so in order to stabilize that whole section so that it's not eating into the highway and not eating into the landfill, we need to get that project done. So they're doing a raised grade approach when you have streams that... Um have eroded heavily down, and um, they start to also erode out. Uh, and so by raising the grade, we're filling in where the stream has eroded down, and we're making it a more gentle slope so that it's not um, the velocity isn't as bad and that so that the stream doesn't want to erode out and down as much as it did before. It's a really big project. It's in Brooklyn Heights.
2: Yeah, part of that is is it's going to make better better um, substrate for fish and, mm. and macroinvertebrates. So that's how it kind of ties into the AOC program. And then, again, just allowing for fish to move upstream freely. Another project that we're doing something kind of similar is East 185th Spillway Project, which, again, is another sewer district-led project. Um, where they're installing almost like a fish ladder because there's a mm-hmm. fish barrier, the fish can't get up, so they're making it so the fish can now move up into upper reaches of the Cuyahoga or the um, of Euclid Creek.
1: It's not really a ladder, is it?
3: Kinda. Are they calling it a fish ladder? I think they type? are is calling it, it a fish ladder. Yeah,
2: it's, like, it's like, steps. like steps.
3: Yeah, yeah. They don't hold the rungs with their hands, <laughs> if that's what you're asking.
1: <laughs> I was trying to picture it, and I knew that. <laughs> I knew. That. I knew that I was going to ask a silly question, so I'm glad for <laughs> for you for anticipating that
3: question. Yeah, no but problem. it's more like
1: little steps mm, that I can swim up. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, you can keep calling it a ladder if that's if that's <laughs> what you want.
3: Hannah, what do you like to do in your free time?
2: You know, that's a that's a that's a good question. Probably the, the hardest question because I I spend a lot of time just relaxing. You know, like hiking around with my dogs. Um, I sleep a lot, but I also I, I coach um, I coach basketball sometimes in my my free time. So you know, I feel like I've been spending the, the past couple of years just just relaxing you know having a good time with my dogs. <laughs> and
3: I love you know, that for you. Yeah.
2: yeah, I guess we spent a lot of time going to concerts as well, which is always fun. So mm-hmm. dogs, music, and sleeping are probably the the biggest three yeah. things that I do for fun. And, and basketball when in season, yeah.
1: Did you play in school?
2: I did. Yeah, I played um, in high school and then in college, all four years. It was quite the experience. Learned learned a lot um, through a lot of bows. Yeah, through I was yeah I wasn't the the nicest player.
1: Threw a lot of what?
2: Bows, elbows. Yeah. Oh. I did. Don't worry. Yeah. Why would you bring that
0: up? <laughs> because so you're tough. Some bloody you're, noses?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I broke some noses. I was not – I'm a nice person. I feel like outside of basketball. But, you know, on the court, I just – I was very competitive, and I wanted to win, and we won. So. I mean, you're a
3: D1 athlete. You know, what can I say? What can I say? Yeah. You
1: know, when it comes to people fighting for our waterways, I want someone to break <laughs>
3: some bows. Oh, my gosh. I, I appreciate that you bring the similar drive to your, your uh, environmental <laughs> – yeah, yeah, it's – I'd say a similar
2: drive, but much nicer. I think I'm, I'm less combative um, yeah, off I mean, the court. Sure, I try to be sure. a little more friendly and not hit people with my elbows as much.
3: That's good. But You've transitioned from being a D1 basketball player to being a D1 <laughs> environmentalist. <laughs> Hannah, thank you for returning to the sewer district for one if last dance. If only for a
1: podcast. <laughs> yeah. any, any chance you that you'll be coming back to work here?
2: You know, we'll see when the AOCs are delisted. I may mm. be out of a job at that point. That's um, the goal, right? To put
1: yourself yeah, out of Yeah, that job. is
2: my ultimate goal is to not have a job anymore. So maybe <laughs> in like 10 years, I will be, be looking looking back at the district. the district. All right. only if I can work with, with you two and be a part of your podcast team. Well, obviously.
3: <laughs> we'll be definitely still podcasting in 10 years. <laughs> No, because it's just going to be like a microchip in your brain. There's not going to be podcasts. You'll just immediately know how funny Mike and I are without having to listen to us talk. Right.
1: You won't have to experience it. You'll just know. <laughs> You'll just You'll know. You'll have memories of mm-hmm. things that didn't even happen. <laughs>
2: Inception style. I do feel like yeah. I'm going to have some really weird nightmares tonight. <laughs> but thank you for having me. This was really great, and I'm glad I could get get the word out about AOCs and the Cuyahoga AOC. And yeah, so if you want more information on the Ohio Lake Erie Commission, you can... Look us up at lakeerie.ohio.gov. Perfect. Thank you.
3: Hannah <laughs> Bosinger with the Ohio Lake Erie Commission. Did you know eligible customers can save up to 40% on their charges? Learn more about the Sewer District's cost-saving programs and use our discount calculator at neorsd.org save or call 216-881-8247. That's neorsd.org save or 216-881-8247.
0: Clean Waterworks is produced by the Communications and Community Relations Department at the Northeast Ohio Regional Sewer District. Our music was composed and performed by G.S. Shray. If you have a question or suggestion, or if you'd like to learn more about the Regional Sewer District, visit neorsd.org or call 216-881-8247.